Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, yeah access to law school swag. I had it on yesterday because yesterday was cold, so I had it on. So I thought I'd wear it on air because you know it's cute. And I, I tend to don't like sweatshirts because they never fit. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm round and portly, so they always just enhance that. But this one worked. I found a way to trick it out. It looks looks pretty good. So uh, thanks, Nora, for holding it down. <laughs> uh, we had a Harry sighting yesterday. He popped in for a hot minute against anybody's better judgment, but it was good to see him. So continue to get well, Harry. I hope you, uh, when you went to the doctor, they tell you to sit your ass down. You know, I got to go. I got to go all straight 100 black mommy on Harry because he hard headed. Do you know what I mean? Just hard headed. And, and I know his desire to like get moving, but you got to get well enough so we could do that. So we could do the um, facts and Stratton walk. We're going to do it. I mean, I don't even I think it's just a facts and walk facts and 5K, but we're going to do the walk, which is like a mile. So so we are we are slated to do that. but. We can only do it if you follow the rules. So we'll see. But we're not doing it until 2024. I think 2024 is when we do it. So anyway, uh, uh, it is. Okay, I got the dates right. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday, June 1st. Happy, happy June 1st. Happy June for it's June. It's June and uh we are into it. So uh uh I'm happy that it's June because you know what that means? Summer, summertime nearby. <laughs> Near nearby. Nearby. So uh uh I'm happy because that means summer is coming 10 days into the arts and ideas kick off. So the city becomes alive with more culture, more art. Tonight, Ife and I are going to go uh, check out Shimmer. We're going to go do that. And then uh, last night we were, uh, last night we rolled up to Jet Nolo. Uh, which is uh, used to be Delaney's on State Street, and they moved into the Jet Cleaner spot, tricked it out, turned it into a brewery, a, a restaurant, pizza spot. So uh, Nick DiMaria and his uh, musicians were playing last night. That's a good place for some music. The, the quality in there, the sound quality is perfect, I think. So they 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 swung up in there and got it in. So we went and had some pizza, some cocktails, drinks, you know. Um, I mean, it was a late night. And we were there till a, it was like an hour, hour and a half set, which was fine because the music was jumping. But it was not, I would do that again. It was, it was good. You know, someplace where you could eat well, it's comfortable, you know, it's spacious. You don't feel packed in, you know, and, uh, and the music was swinging. So high five, Nick DeMaria, and high five, uh, Nolo. That was that was pretty damn cool. So Wednesdays is Jet Nolo night. 
So if you're looking for something to do, particularly if you want a date, or you just want to hang, you just want some hang, you know, want some hang with some good music, that might be the move. Seriously. You know, so so we had a good time. It was good. I enjoyed that last night. I needed a little hangout. Because I, I did study group last night for a little bit. Uh, I've been taking sections of the LSAT working on it. Uh, I feel pretty good. Uh, the LSAT is next Saturday. Um, time is coming. Flying by. Uh, so tonight we're going to go see Shimmer. Uh, they're going to workshop this new musical that's going on its way to Broadway. And, uh, you know, the last two days I've had the folks that are involved in it on all kinds of people. I mean, this thing is like a movable feast. <laughs> and they have uh, Pulitzer Prize winning Anthony Davis, who uh, did the music for Central Park Five uh, and and uh, is debuting uh, uh, X the musical. I mean, X the opera in uh, in November at the Met. I I have got to go to that. So I uh the the Rachel Fine who runs the Schwartzman Center said they've taken a bus. I don't know if she was serious or kidding or what. I don't know if I want to take a bus. I might just have to hire a car. If I save my money now, I can hire a car there and back and not sweat it. That's really what I want to do. I don't really want to get on the bus with people. Uh because it would just get on my nerves. So what I think I'll do is uh Save my money so I could just hire a car and then wear a fabulous outfit and just go and be seen. That's the, that is the goal. That is the goal. So um, anyway, such is the life, baby. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go see Shimmer tonight. I'm bummed beyond measure that I can't go see the Symphony's tribute uh, to Aretha Franklin this weekend. I, I just, I, I was trying to rack my brain. Uh, I, don't, I can't get to Shelton because I got another commitment on Saturday. I, I mean, I just can't figure this out. I can't figure this out. And if I could, I would. You know what I mean? Uh, you know. Anyway, I, I was just, I'm still trying to work it out. I'm still trying to play around with my with my time. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. But you know, that's that's the mark of a city that's exploding with cool stuff. Uh you're just trying to uh just trying to trying to figure out what, what you could get in, what you could get into. That's all of that. So uh I'm I'm just uh I'm just excited. So and and the weather is uh although today, okay, this is the crazy part. I know Paul's somewhere, the word on the street he's gonna pop in any minute. I you know, and I tell people all the time I don't know where he rolls. Paul could show up at any minute. So and he on that bike, it's a nice day. I don't know, he could be anywhere in the city. Uh uh, so I tell people I, I have no idea where he goes. I don't control it. I just be ready when he shows up. But anyway, um, I forgot my train of thought just that fast. Uh, oh, the weather. So you know, you know, it's been cool in the morning. The weather has been crazy, 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 crazy. So it's gonna be like nineties today. 
and it's going to rain thunderstorms tomorrow, thunderstorms on Saturday. And then the weather is going to drop 20 degrees. So it's going to drop down to the 40s and 50s for the next couple of days and then rise back up to like mid 70s. This weather. I See, this is how I know it's end of days. I don't think it's end of days. Uh, I think weather patterns change as as we pollute and don't take care of the earth. So the environment fights back. That's how I see it. That's that's my thinking. You know. And, uh, you know, that's how I think about it. Uh, so anyway, be prepared. Dress accordingly. Be cool today. Prepare for rain tomorrow. Bundle up on the weekend. <laughs> That's 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 the only that's the only weather advice I got for you. I'm very close to my screen. Do you see how close I am? <laughs> I can back up a little bit. I back up. Put my feet up a little bit. I don't want to knock my screen down because it truly is like the Wizard of Oz. If you see behind the screen, you might go screaming because it's a lot. Uh, so I'm not. I don't have any. Well, let me check. I don't have any guests today. There are no guests today. Um, it is the first day of LGBTQ plus Pride Month. It is the first day. So there should be celebrations all over the place. So if you got a, a, a Pride flag, fly it. You got a button, a sticker, a t-shirt, something, rock out. I don't think I have any. I need a pen or something. I thought I had a pen or something. Or or something. I need something just to stand in solidarity with my peoples. Uh, it's it's a uh, kicks off uh first day of uh Pride Month. So uh, I sh- you know what I should have scheduled this a little bit better. Uh what I'll do is I'll call somebody from the Pride Center see if they can come on and talk about you know where they are because they had some they had some uh some uh issues uh a little bit of drama and uh they might be back on sure footing or on their way to sure footing so so I might give them a call and see who's over there and want to come on and just give us a little update and talk about how they're moving forward that kind of thing you know and and just talk about issues that are unique to the uh to the LGBTQ plus community you know, uh, what is what is unique to them? And, and this is what I'll say, whatever is unique to the uh, L- LGBTQ plus community ought to be uh, of concern to all of us. You know, I, I don't have to be in that community. I don't have to be identifying with that community to identify with that community. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so if you call yourself human, then you're human. So... I can't wait till Harry comes back so we can talk about the uh, the AI that they just created, that robot that can think, you know, and answer questions and move about and be contemplative. I tell you, we 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 are racing to our own extinct, extinction. <laughs> I, you know, wh- white men can't wait to get us extinct. <laughs> 
And by us, I mean all of us on the planet. White man can't wait to rush to extinction because they're the ones working on this man. If there's some black folks working on AI, they're not doing it to the to 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 the extinction. They they're doing it because they want to see some benefit to the world. White people, not so much. They just trying to. We want to see where the we want to see where the technology takes us, even if it's to our detriment. Sorry. <laughs> if you if you if you think I'm wrong, go look at history. <laughs> so just say it. Just say it. These people mess around with this AI stuff, man. It is crazy. But you know what? The genie is out the bottle. The genie, if you go to law school now, you might you might want to put your time in learning AI law and being a part of crafting AI law because that's really what's going to be necessary. You know, somebody's going to have to, you're going to know what you're going to need. You're going to need AI lawyers and ethicists, you know, people who, <laughs> you know, it's a shame that we have to have this, but we have to have that. We have to have people who, who's their whole point of existence is to remind us of ethical issues and how to be ethical in the way that we deliberate and and uh, 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 allocate resources to these kinds of things. Ugh. Crazy. But this is the world we live in. So I don't know. I, I'm, a follow, I'm following along. I'm following along. And then I, I can't wait until the, the, all the AIs band together and take over the world. You know that's gonna happen. If you've not watched any of the Terminator movies, this might be the weekend to start watching them all. Even if you don't like some of them, start start there. Watch watch all the watch all the Terminator movies. This is what you should do: watch the Terminator, all the Terminator movies. Uh, catch up on uh uh the, any kind of zombie movie. Like good ones, not those ridiculous 1950 ones, you know, like good ones that have a clear story and a and a possibility, like Contagion and um, The Day After, you know, all that kind of mess. Watch some of those. Uh, uh, watch the just the dystopian movies. Uh, watch any Will Smith movie. <laughs> you know, Independence Day. Uh, 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 I robot. Um, um, the other one where you know he's trying to get the cure for the zombie stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, legend. Yeah. I I thought they were remaking that, and then I didn't hear anything else about it. I didn't I didn't hear anything else about it. So he still might be persona non grata. Do you know what I mean? Like he still might be persona non grata. Uh, I mean it'll all go away because money screams and in the world and you know he's a box office draw so he just got to settle down right now and just you know be contrite uh uh and, and i think uh chris rock has probably had enough talking about it too you know so he did a whole netflix show and you know there you go 
So, so anyway, if you're around town tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be uh, at Best Video uh, screening two films, Facing a Slumlord and I Want to Buy a House. And then we're going to have a, a conversation. I'm going to have a talk back uh, with the directors. And, uh, and then we're going we're gonna to have this conversation. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So if you've not, uh, uh, if you've not seen these films, and I haven't, uh, I might watch them. Um, I want you to come tomorrow and uh, and have this conversation. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a, a wonderful opportunity for us to, you know, have these kinds of community conversations that we don't get to have. So so these films will be a jump off point. And uh, and I, I want to hear I want to talk to these directors. I want to hear, uh, you know, their thoughts on, you know, where we are as a country and where we are in the world with providing housing and. And and how housing is so tenuous in this country for so many people. So that's tomorrow night, seven o'clock, best video. And this is my first time being at best video. So come and hang out with me. Here's Paul Bass, right on the street. Oh, it looks so bright outside. Hey, Paul Good Bass. Good morning, Babs. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm with uh, Sunshine and Coco. Sunshine's a nurse who just got off work on the boulevard. And it's she was in her house when she heard this terrible three-car crash Ooh. where a U-Haul driver drove into a car with a baby in it and then smashed up another car to bits. And Sunshine, you're a nurse. How, were you about to go to bed? Or? Well, I just got off. I heard it, so I came outside to make sure everybody was okay. And it, I just walked the door, came back in the house. It sounded like... A dumpster or something. You know when a truck picks up this big dumpster and it puts it down? It made that crushing sound. So I threw my pants back on and came up to make sure everybody was okay. And what did you find out? Um, That this truck was behind this car, pushed the gray car into the white car, and then pushed the gray car on the side. Mm -hmm. So I guess he was speeding and they said he was on his phone. Oh. And, uh, you know, just to make sure the baby was okay. I see that the mom said she had a headache. I see the baby's in a stretcher now, but he seems okay. But then, you know, By the time he came out, were the medics here? No, I so, was here before they So what did you do before the I medics were here? I was everybody, trying to see if they're okay, how they feel, you know, neurologically-wise. And do you feel as a nurse that's something you give to society, that even though you're off-duty, yeah. you feel a mission to I help people? I Oh, yeah, tell me about that. I'm kind of caring and compassionate people. I kind of get this when... You know, you see people walking by and they hold out the phones. Nobody bothered to call for help. You just want to record. And stuff. did you call nine one one? No, they were already like somebody had already did that before I got here. So, so specifically, you made sure everyone was neurologically okay, and were they? Yes. Well, the grandma's in there. The, the baby's mother actually. She said she had a headache. I was going to give her ice with the paramedic team. Kind of passed out a little bit. And the and the baby's okay. He's going to be sore tomorrow, but he's okay today. And how many people were in that car? I'm not sure. There's a whole other lady driving a white car. I saw her, yeah. Her, her boyfriend, and the baby, I guess. And then, um, and how long ago did this happen? I don't even know how long I've been standing out here for at this point. And you think all all cars are moving at once? No, it was a red light. He just came speeding. He wasn't He came to spray a red light, hit one car. And pushed it into the other car. Wow. He can tell you better than me because he was in the car. And how do you feel living here when you hear something like that when you're on to go to bed? I mean, it's New Haven. It's terrible. It sucks. Which part? The driving? All of it. Like, I was just online looking at people trying to protect their cars from being stolen, but then you got to worry about people that's not paying attention. Uh -huh. My insurance is high. It's too many accidents, and they're stealing cars. Like, it's just terrible. And where do you work? 
couple of different places. I work in Wildlands for, but I work for agencies too. So you're an agency nurse. Like, what kind of nurse is that called? It's an agency nurse, pool so, nurse, or whatever. So but I have a regular job as well. At a hospital, or oh no, living. Oh, a living nurse. No, so no, no nurse. assisted living. Assisted living. And how long have you been a nurse? Since 2017. And why'd you become a nurse? You said you're already doing it. You like to help people. I've been helping people. I like to do it. Caring, compassion. Well, before COVID, anyway. <laughs> what happened in COVID? Nobody wants to work anymore, so you're overworked or underpaid. So how many hours you do? I work a lot of 16 hours days. And are you able to be uh, strong the whole 16? Do you have any tricks so that your yeah, mind is I focused? Go home and I, somebody got to do it. That's just my thing. Somebody got to do it. And how many hours did you work before you last came home? Last night on eight because I picked up the shift last night. And had you worked before <laughs> that or not? No, I was off yesterday. And you were working in Wallingford last night? No, Cranford. So it was a day off beside to work on your day off. And overnight, what was it, 11 to 7? Mm -hmm. And you got home. And were you about to go to bed when you heard the well, kids? I woke the dog. I was kind of about to go eat something. And then I heard it. My son came out the room and I came outside. He drove around the corner, but I walked around the corner. And what did you see when you heard? When you came out, what did you see? This mess. At first, all I see was pieces of art perch on the ground. Then I walked up and they're like, she had a baby in the car. So I'm trying to figure out who has baby and where's the baby. But the baby, I said, are you okay? Are you hurting? He said, no. But being that I had an accident before, I know that that baby's going to be hurt tomorrow. So. When was yours? Two years ago. I sitting at a red light. Someone hit you at a red light? Where? Middletown. And what happened? He pushed my trunk in. He slammed into me. Did it get squished like these? Because these cars are bad. Yeah, it cost $5,000 for And how badly were you hurt? I still have pinch nerves. So, and did you not know it the first day? It happened later? Um, well, you're more achy the next day. Mm -hmm. So how about the rest of today? What's your day like? I'm going home. I'm going to get in the shower, and I have to go to work at 3 o'clock. So I'm going oh, yeah? to try to get a couple of hours of sleep. And where's that? In Wildwood. What kind of dog is Coco? She's a Yorkie Poodle. Okay. And um, and what's your? you said your name is Sunshine? All right, Babs, any questions for Sunshine? Wow, that's a that's a lot to come home to work from. I'm telling you. Thank God you were there. Yeah. And I was gonna talk to the family again for a while. They took them. I just wanted to make sure they get like motion and stuff because that baby gonna hurt tomorrow. He's okay right now. You know, when stuff happens, you're more shocked than anything. So you don't really feel pain too much. So hey boy, you're gonna be all right, all right? I'm afraid for you. He's stressed. That's his girlfriend. He thought she was gonna, you know. So there were three in that car, a woman, a man, and, and a baby. baby. Yep. All right, Babs. Yeah, I saw her. Yeah. Where's the uh, guy that drove the uh, the truck? Where's the truck guy? He's standing by the side there. He seemed pretty upset. He didn't seem hurt. No. He's on that phone. That's how he started the damn accident to begin with. All right, so I think Sunshine wants to <laughs> let her go home. All right. I like your shades, baby. Your glasses are beautiful. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have so a good day. Coco. Sunshine Coco and Paul are going to sign off for Love Babs, Love Elk, WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio. Wow. Thank God for nurses. Man, where would we be without them? Glad she was around because somebody, somebody like that ought to be on the scene first so that they could assess stuff. And yeah, she's right. When you have a car accident, that first day, you just on pure adrenaline. That The next couple of days afterward, -wee, your whole body is going to be on fire. I've only been in a few accidents in my entire life. And I can, I can tell you, uh, 
I think the last accident I had, I was on the, I was on, I was on the boulevard, and a guy ran a light, was racing, and hit my car, like just slammed into me. He paid for it though. He's like, oh, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> I'll fix your car, whatever you need. I was like, okay, because I didn't want to. I did not want to have to deal with that. So uh, uh, he was a mean, so he could do it. Uh, I was fine, but I did not want to have to have my car. He took care of all of it. So that was my other car, not not the one I drive now. So so yeah, yeah. This distract this uh, uh, distracted driving is a real thing, particularly now that we have all these devices that we could holding our hands and vie for our attention while we're driving. And if you own a truck, God help you. Ah, it ought to be, you ought to have some rules about you, your car, your phone doesn't even work in a moving truck. <laughs> like you have to actually li literally pull over somewhere to actually use your phone in the truck. Cause that's just, uh, that's just a lot. So, well, thank you, Paul, for uh, being on the scene of an accident. I can't wait to see the pictures, you know, because I know that's got to be uh, something. I do something. You know, three car, a uh, truck and two cars. I mean, that's a, well, you know, the good thing is it's not as worse as it could have been. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful of that. That is not a, That is not uh, as stressful as uh, a, a tragic tragedy uh, on this first day of June. This first day of June. Uh, so I just hope they get the help that they need. All the people involved and uh, everybody is uh, well and the baby is well. And she's right. The baby's going to be sore. And the baby won't know why it's sore. So, gosh. <laughs> That's a level of annoyance I already feel. I feel it for them. Because, you know, you start your day with plans and commitments. And then something like this happens that derails all of your plans, right? Because now you got to deal with, you got to deal with this. And if they have to go to the emergency room or send somebody's ER. Oh God, that's just that just compounds it. So I I I don't wish that on anybody. I swear to God, I don't. So anyway, uh that's where we are. So uh if you're interested, you can uh go and uh um, You can go and um, come to a best video. Tickets will be at the door. Do you know what I mean? So uh, you don't even need to uh, concern yourself with. Uh, uh, with going online and getting tickets if you don't want to. So, so I I want people to uh, come and you know hang out.
come and hang out, hang out with us and uh, uh, join in the conversation. So, yeah. So anyway, I am, uh, I am hella bummed that I cannot get to the symphony in tribute to Aretha Franklin. Um, that just really, 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 really uh, drives me nuts. And I, I don't know how to figure this out. Maybe I, maybe I'll see what, I'll see what my Sunday is looking like. Oh, they got June 1st, 2nd, and 4th. So I might, I might. So Thursday. So tonight at Klein Auditorium, which I can't make. Friday, 7.30. I might be able to make Friday if we're not going to see. What am I doing on Friday? Oh no, I'm at a talk. <laughs> Look at me. See, I'm all, I'm still trying to work this out. Still, still trying to work this out. Still, still being crazy, trying to work this out. And I can't. <laughs> and then Sunday at three o'clock, I can't because I'm going to. Um, I'm going to see the Jamaican Ballet at the Schubert. So, so I'm gonna miss this. I'm really gonna miss this, and 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 I know it's something to miss, because I mean, who doesn't like the music of Aretha Franklin? You know, I love Aretha Franklin music. Um, so I'm just like, ugh. I hate that I'm missing it. Hate that I'm missing it. Hate it. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. So I gotta. I gotta, I gotta be caught up in all the other stuff. So, so much going on. It's, it's the beginning of summer where we run, 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 run into all the activities. <laughs> I'll be excited. Uh, is there going to be a mayoral debate? I don't know. I thought I saw that somewhere. I thought I saw that somewhere. We'll see. I'm really not invested in this campaign on any level, except I'm going to exercise my right to vote because I always vote. I don't miss opportunity to vote, no matter how I dislike all the candidates. And dislike might be harsh, but uh, hmm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. See what happens. I don't know if there's a debate. Maybe there will be. I might be looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Um, I'll keep you. Uh, I keep you. I'll keep you peeled. And uh, elections are coming up, so I don't know if we're going to do election election coverage, which I love doing when we do election night. You know, trash talking. <laughs> I love it. It's good. And other people like it too, so it's fun. So anyway, um, trying to decide what I want to do. Uh, I got a bunch of errands I got to run after the fact. I will get the, get to them. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna be a uh, my my friend Issa Moss went to see Grace Jones last night. Uh, and you know Grace Jones is 75 years old. And uh, the, she 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 is raving. She's online right now. 
raving about uh, uh, Grace Jones and, and her performance. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Grace is divine. I mean, as she looks fierce, she sings fierce, she performs, and uh, people are glad to see her. I mean, she put on a show. Uh, and so she she's saying nightclubbing. This is uh, private life. My Jamaican guy, uh, Libertango, Demolition Man, Williams Blood. Love is a drug. Pull up to the bumper, baby, and slave to the rhythm and hurricane. What? I I think I would have liked to have seen Grace Jones in concert. I would I would have liked that. I would think I would I think I would have dug that a lot. So anyway, uh, my friend Issa Moss in New York is celebrating her birthday, and uh, and so she went to a Grace Jones concert. And honestly, that's a good deal. <laughs> that's that's a good way to spend. Uh, that's a good way to. Uh, uh, spend your birthday at a Grace Jones concert. Like, if you can't get into Grace Jones, are you even a person? I don't even know. I, I can't imagine uh, that you're not. Uh, I, I can't imagine that you couldn't get into Grace Jones, particularly if you like all this music now, because Grace Jones was the, was the uh, founder of all this coolness, so saying i'm just saying let her let her come within rate striking distance of connecticut i might have to go check her out uh if you're in branford today tonight uh at the 1928 cocktail club uh nick d maria is playing there I, i've been wanting to get to the 1928 cocktail club in branford so i have to put that on my radar places to uh to get to you know I've, I've got, and I and I would like to go when he's playing. So I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. And the summer might be a good way to sort of go and, uh, you know, check check out um, th that that spot. So I'm gonna do that. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, what else is going on in the world? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see. Uh, what what is uh. What is happening? Let me let me go to my events page, because you know I I, I I guess the Democrats and the Republicans have come to some agreement about the debt ceiling. Wow, uh, I've not heard anything about. Ukraine, except I believe that the United States is refusing to give them some type of weapon that they want to. Oh, I know that the the United States is um, uh, supports them up to a point of not um, taking the war to Russia. I, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> the rules of war in this instance are a little crazy to me. I'm because I, I I don't understand how you could allow Russia to march on these people 
like literally send troops and weapons to kill these people in Ukraine. But the minute that Ukraine figures out how to fight back, you don't want them going to Russia and doing the same thing that Russia did. Like you, you don't want them to take the fight out of their country and take it to the people who bought them the drama. I, I, I don't understand that. Because I feel like if you march on somebody like Russia, that'll stop them from doing that dumb mess again. I, I think. Because you, you come way across the world, the, 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 you come way across the country, from your country to my country, to march on me, to kill. You're not coming to make peace. You're coming to kill and destroy my country. That's what you're doing. You're coming to kill my people and destroy our roads, our buildings, everything, our schools, our hospitals. You're doing it indiscriminately. You want to kill our people. You want to run down our buildings, our roads, all of it. And the minute that we get the help from the world to fight back and we are fighting back, we say, you know what? We're going to take the fight to their asses. And now the United States is like, oh, I can't get behind that. I'm sorry, was you was you behind Putin doing it? Like I'm I'm just trying to understand how we're supposed to look at this. Because where I come from, if somebody comes from their hood to your hood to beat up on you, guess what happens? You're gonna take your hood to their hood and whoop their ass. That's isn't that at the basis of all fights, all gun, all the battles, everything? Like it this and this how. People fought wars all the time. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I get, I get a little annoyed. So, so the United States is not not with that plan of the U, of Ukraine marching on Putin. <laughs> I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking. If I'm the cat that runs Ukraine. And I have the ability to march on them. And then I get all the other neighboring people to march. Because, you know, because I this is what I think the Putin plan was. Because, you know, he marched on Crimea, took them, uh, some other some other territories, snatched, was trying to take Ukraine. And he's going to march on all of that that used to be USSR. No, all that freedom going to get snatched. I think that's what's the thinking. Right? So... Some of them went ahead and got into the UN, like Poland, you know, all these places. If I'm those people that border Ukraine, whether I'm in the UN or not, if Ukraine says we're gonna march on them MFers, I'm with them. I'm my country, if I'm ruling the country, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's let's all band together, strengthen numbers. Put all our put all put everything we got, and we're gonna march on Russia. We just gonna march. We just gonna go march. That's what. That's how I would think about this. And then that was in a very valuable lesson to Putin. Don't don't tread on me again. Don't try this mess again. Particularly when you using mercenaries and you dragging your young people into these into this army with no train. All this foolishness, right? Because you trying to make a point. I don't know what the point is. You're not building back the USSR. That's done. So you could be friends, 
China. You can be friends with all the other uh, 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 dictators of the world. Uh, still, it's not going to help you. It's just not going to help you. I I don't I don't understand. I don't I never understood what the try to make your existing country better. Spend the time taking care of your people because they're hurting. And you trying to play big willy on the world stage makes you look feeble, out of touch, and stupid. I don't you want that to be your legacy going out? I mean, your legacy is already painted. I mean, you're killing journalists and you're locking up people and all the kind of foolishness that dictators do, right? You know, history is not going to be favorable. They're not going to say, oh, Putin really cared deeply about Russia to the point where he just ground his people into the ground. You know, you 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 think that? That's what's going to be said about you. <laughs> and you're already old. So it ain't like you got 75 more years in front of you. You don't. <laughs> you are a man of old age. And all the things that happen to men of old age are going to be are going to be upon you. And, uh, and you're going to have to deal with that. You're, you're not a man of youth. I don't care how many sit-ups you do, how many... How many shirtless horse, how many times you jump on a horse without a shirt? You just look crazy. If anybody in Russia is listening, yo, y'all need to rise up and be better. Don't you want better? I don't, I don't, these dictators really work my nerves. I don't get them. If I'm a dictator and I'm not, I want my country to be the best country on the planet. And how I do that is make sure that we got uh, stuff that envies that the world envies. Like I, I would make my country like Dubai. <laughs> I would just, I would just make, and then, and then I would, I, I wouldn't like curtail people's intellect, their thought. I wouldn't curtail that because when you have thinking people in your country, it makes your country better. When you have, when you have bona fide intellectuals public theologians, all those kinds of people, scientists, all having conversation. You make your universities the envy of the world. You make the, your, your, the way that people live in your country the envy of the world. That's what you, that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you, that's how you gain the world's trust. But you're not doing that. What you're doing is you're grinding your people into the ground and they don't deserve that. You know, they they've already had thousands of years of dictators and rulers and czars and all this other kind of mess that just didn't do right by the people. Just didn't do right by the people. And I, I don't know why people can't do right by the people. Just do right by the people. But I can't I can't spend that much time talking about Russia because I got eggs to fry in America. Because. <laughs> We got some elected officials who are taking pages from the Putin playbook and the Chinese playbook and the South Korea playbook that make no sense. That we've got legislative leadership here who want to grind people into the into the dust for for no other reason. It's as if our elected officials hate Americans. 
that they hate their own citizens, that they would rather see their citizens starving in the street without medical care, without housing, than to say, we really truly want to be the land of milk and honey. And I, I, I find that I find that just shameful and sinful that you would rather see people ground to the pulp than to lift them up out of abject poverty, that you would rather see crumbling roads and bridges than to make the investments in infrastructure to make this country better. I, I don't I don't get it. How do you how we live in a country where Mississippi is the low end of the totem pole for everything? Mississippi, Arkansas, all these places. You you you're dumbing down your our country for what? For what? I don't get it. And and then these people that follow along with this stuff and women who don't want to see women have agency over their bodies. What the hell is wrong with you? You think God condones your foolishness? Ugh, it just burns my nerves that we are in 2023 having these ridiculous conversations about who people get to love, who people get to marry, who people get to be. You know, banning books. Why are we banning books? What the hell is wrong with people? Banning books, but you want to send your kids to the best schools in this country. You think you're going to get them in there from banned books? I think not. Send their little asses to Brigham Young if you care that much about whatever religious fervor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stop it. Uh, but, the, you know, the march, march to our own demise, march to our own extinction. Uh, and march to our own dumbing down of our countrymen, because that's what's happening. And uh, and if we don't put the brakes on this, uh, we're 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 going to be uh, a country with no real direction, no leadership, and no uh, no dreams, you know. And and the only people that'll be able to afford your dream would be that one percent, because dreams cost. Dreaming costs, and uh, and and we have to do we have to do better. And I I don't and I, I I need people to rise up and say we need to do better. I'm rising up. This is my platform. I'm telling you right now. This is what I'm doing. I'm telling you. So you got to use whatever your platform is and get in community with people and sort of. And I'm not talking violence. Put your damn tiki torches away and your ropes and all that other foolishness. I'm not talking insurrection mess. You know that that, that listen. That's not how you win anything. Violence is not how you win. You may think you win. That's not how you win. Not when you got cats sitting around in in labs all over the country building artificial intelligence stuff. Uh 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 uh. Physical force is not going to do it. You know, it's not. You're gonna we're gonna you're gonna you, we've already begun the enslavement of people. Capitalism is the biggest enslavement of people there is. You must have, I have to have, get this, get that, you know. Uh, we're, and we're all guilty of it. I, I, don't, I don't say this because I'm better. Nope. I like to buy things too. I like to buy things that I don't need. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Every time you walk into Target. <laughs> every time you walk into TJ Maxx, home goods, 
Marshalls. You already know. You're going to buy stuff that you do not need, but you want it. And it's the wants that hold you hostage. You depressed? I'm going to go do some shop therapy, shopping therapy. I get it. I've done it. You know, now I haven't bought anything in a very long time because I'm getting over that part of, of, of thinking. But that's that's where we're gonna lose. Now, I I guarantee you, by the end of this year, we listen to these farmers talk about ain't nobody. I watched it on a Sunday morning, and these these farmers uh, don't have nobody to pick these crops. So now, when you go to the grocery store, you gonna have twenty dollar oranges, <laughs> fifteen dollar apples, and guess who's gonna be able to afford that? Not you and me. Not you and me. So if you want fresh fruits and vegetables for your kids, oh, now you might not see it now because you go to the grocery store and it hurts just a little bit. Like it hurts just a little bit. You're like, you grumble, you grumble, you grumble, but you're like, all right, okay, I'll I'll spend the $5 for the broccoli. All right, I don't care. You know, I'll spend the $10 for the eggs because I need eggs. All right, all right. So you grumble for now, for now. But it's not going to get better. And now that these little states are signing these little immigration laws and migration laws, who the hell you think? Of? And listen, you don't got enough prison population to go into the fields to pick these vegetables. If that's your thinking, oh, we're going to, because listen, it's not like it hasn't happened or happening. <laughs> so a couple of things going to have to be true. You're going to start to see an upsurge in the prison population because somebody's got to get out there and, and help farmers get these crops to market. I know it's a stress, it's a, it's a, but it's not. If you're paying attention, if you look, you see what are, you see what's already happening. Take a look, take a look, because they'll think, oh, that's a temporary fix. That's a fix to a problem. I was like, okay. So you start to see the prison populations grow because they're going to need that manpower. And they don't care if it's men or women or children. This is going to be the price you pay if you go to prison. I mean, we already, we, we've already seen this story. We, we're going back to that story. So I'm just saying, you got take a look. You just got to take a look. Woke, woke doesn't simply mean I'm just going to get up today. Woke means you have to pay attention. Even if it's distasteful and it raises your ire, you got to pay attention to what is going on. You know, everybody wants to exist in their own bubbles. I get it. I love a good party. I love a good cocktail. I love all the things. But I also understand when I look around, when I look around this country and I see what is happening, when I'm in the grocery stores, when I see people having a hard time, when I'm seeing food pantries, long lines, all that kind of stuff, and you see it and you think, oh, that's never going to be me. I'm on the periphery of that. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And you start to see food insecurities. And we don't see it now. We see a little bit of it now. It's like, oh, oh, those poor people. How long do you think farmers can sustain not having crops planted and harvest? How long? How long do you think that that could happen? That could go on, you know. How long do you think it could happen? So I'm just, I'm just saying, people. Woke ain't just getting up in the morning. 
Get yourself, get yourself to the library, check out some books and start reading. Start reading about the history of this country for real, for real. Start reading about the economics of this country and what has made money in this country for real, for real. Start looking at the prison complex system again because you know we've all been we all been lulled into this. Well, the prison population is down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was it was it served a purpose for it to be down. Guess what's going to happen next? You have to pay attention. Listen, don't listen to me. Pick up Parable of the Sour. Octavia Butler told you. She's been telling you. So I know people don't like this talk. Oh, it's conspiracy. All right. I'm going to take a break. I'll be back at 10.15. Nora, put some music on. Tuesday gets here. I'm already hoping for the hump day. Wednesday night. Calling my girls. Making sure our plans are still tight. Thursday brings a smile. Cause I won't be putting up with this book in a little Love Babs, love talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. It is Thursday in the M, and it's gonna be hot. So when I play Nelly, I like when I listen to a little Nelly because you know it's getting hot in here. It's gonna be hot today, and God knows what's gonna be like outside. So just be prepared. Hydrate, hydrate, people. Hydrate. Walk with your water. Walk with your water. So I, 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 I bought a couple of water bottles. Because, uh, because you know, you can never have too many. <laughs> I bought the glass ones. I actually like glass water bottles, and then they put the the plastic overlay on it so that you know less chance of you like smashing it or something. Uh, and I kind of I like that a lot. So, uh, but but they're they're sitting on my counter like they're in the drawer with the tags on them. Don't ask me what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I, I have I have no earthly idea what I'm waiting for. <laughs> it's just it's just capitalism at its finest. <laughs> oh, these are nice. I want these. Oh, they're like eight dollars too. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we buy stuff we don't need. <laughs> but I'm going to use them because I got to get on my. I'm on my fitness journey. Although not drinking the way I was drinking last night, but all right. June ushers in a new time. And uh I'm about to say no. More no's and more no's to spirits and alcohol. More no's. Only because well not really. I don't, I don't really have a reason. Well, you know, it does, it does, it does impede your uh, you know, your workout stuff a little bit. You know, I don't drink all the time, but I mean, I drink all the time, but I don't drink all day. I could drink all day when I'm on vacation, but in my real life, my working life, you know, it's usually in the evenings, you know, late afternoons, early evenings, and then that's it. I don't drink way into the night. I can't do it. Can't do it. 60 says, no, 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 Shaddy. 
So I can't do it. So just letting you know. So, but yeah, so all of us who thought we were going to get our summer stuff out, not so fast, Lucy. Not so fast. And we're in June and the weather is still janky. So I don't, I don't know when this weather is going to square up. You know, I, I don't know when it's going to square up. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm putting my money on sometime soon. And then we'll be squarely into summer, right? You know, we'll be squarely into summer. We could, you know, consistently wear sandals and sundresses <laughs> without sweaters and cardigans. <laughs> That's that's what it's been like lately. Sundresses, cardigans, sweaters, leggings, you know, layered up. We lay it up. You know, as the day goes on, we peel, we peel stuff off like a stripper. I'm Gypsy Rose Lee. I start my day. <laughs> I start my day in full, full, full uh stuff. And then slowly but surely start peeling stuff off. Cause you have no no. I mean, it's just that janky. So what are you going to do? Nothing. Not a damn thing. So, oh, I've got a commitment at one o'clock. I did not want to have to do anything. Ah, you know, well, you have seen me in a year. My brother always says that foolishness. I've seen you in a whole year. Cut it out. <laughs> you're, just, you're just exaggerating. <laughs> Brother is such an exaggerator, you know. He's so uh, he's such a princess. <laughs> Robert, you are a princess, such a princess. You know, I didn't see you in a whole year. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Plus, you got weird. You got crazy hours. I got crazy hours. Everybody got crazy hours. You know. That's just what it is. We just do, we all trying to do the best we can. We all trying to row our boats with inadequate oars. That's all we're doing. We're just trying to row our boats with, in, with inadequate oars and doing the best that we can. So I know you in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. I know you know I'm in the world. I know you love me. Love me. So there we go. <laughs> it's all good. It's, it's, it's a, it's good. So I, I I really have to grab my my you know what it is I've got my last bag of Jamaican coffee beans, and I haven't been in Jamaica for like a long four years right at least five years probably, um, and I had all this well the I don't think these coffee beans are five years, because when Kay's people come back and forth she'll tell them if you could grab a bag of Blue Mountain coffee beans, or coffee you know, bring because my girlfriend. And so this was the last bag that somebody brought back from Jamaica. So that might've been two years ago, but I need to grind them so I could drink this coffee because I, I love Jamaican blue coffee. And sometimes Willoughby has it, but it's not consistent. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, they don't have it all the time. It's, and it's, it's one of the most expensive coffees in the world. Oh, that's why I like it, I guess. Um, but no, it, it is it's such a good coffee. And uh, and I, I, I've yet to meet anybody who could ruin it, right? So uh, so I need to get my coffee right. So anyway, I have to I have to uh, ground the beans. And you know, I have a Vitamixer, which has a dry blender component. 
So I grind my beans that way, which is really nice. And then I put them in those uh, sorbet cups and put them in the fridge. I used to keep my coffee in the freezer, but then they were like, don't do that. Put it in the fridge. I was like, okay. So I'll put my coffee in the fridge. Try to keep it fresh. <laughs> fresh coffee. Fresh. Fresh coffee. You know, I'll tell you what's some good ass coffee. Go to, go to um, pistachio. Go to pistachio. Yesterday, the other day I was there, I was meeting with uh, Aaron Williamson from Love 146. We had a coffee date just to catch up. And uh, I had a vanilla rose latte. What? That thing was so good, I wanted to lick the cup. <laughs> and, 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 and if I wasn't raised right, I probably would have. <laughs> I was putting my face so deep in that cup. I think I was going to break it. <laughs> and uh, do you order two cups of lattes when you're in a place? Or you get two? See, I'm, you know, I'm so excessive about things, I think. Uh, particularly if it's good to me, I'm a little excessive. Um, so I'm trying to decide. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, do I want another cup of coffee? I do. So now when I leave here, I think, I have to go take care of some some stuff, but I might I might roll over there and get me a rose vanilla rose latte to go. What? I don't know if you're supposed to drink the rose petals; they just fall to the bottom. It was so good. Oh, and I'm always torn because I like to because now that they add vanilla to the rose because they have a regular rose latte, which is divine. But when they added that vanilla, what? Then they also have the Mexican chocolate latte. And I get it, I get them with oat milk because oat milk is so creamy. Creamy, 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 creamy. So I get the I get the rose, I get the rose milk latte, I get the rose latte with oat milk or the uh Mexican chocolate. And that's got a little heat to it. The Mexican chocolate's got a little, you know, chili, chili pepper to it. And I and I love it like that. When I make hot chocolate in the winter, I use I sprinkle a little. I do hot, you know. I do hot. This is how I make my hot chocolate. I use like oat chocolate almond milk or chocolate oat milk, whatever the oat, whatever the plant milk is. I heat it up. I throw my I throw some marshmallows in vegan marshmallows, and then I sprinkle it with some, uh, of course, cinnamon and then chili powder. Give it a little bit of heat. It just wonders for the chocolate. So anyway, when I'm at pistachio, I'm always torn between that, the hot chocolate, the the coffee, the Mexican coffee with a little spice, hot chili spice in it. Oh, oh, with oat milk. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you know, and, and because I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> You know, I have to I have to try things like a gazillion times before I move on to the next thing. I'm I'm just I'm just a creature of habit like that. Cuz it took me forever to move off the uh the the rose latte. It, forever. And I finally said, "Oh, Mexican chocolate. I wonder if that'll be like how I make my hot cocoa." What? So now I got to go now now at some point I got to like try another latte or another thing. That, that's my thinking. 
that's that's my thinking that's my that's my thinking uh that's my thinking so i'll i'll figure it out but i've got time so i'm a creature of habit that's that's what i'm saying all this to say i'm a creature of habit it takes me a long time to 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 try something new you know what i mean so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm so what I'm saying is when I leave here, I might um I might have to pop by pistachio and get me a um get me something with some oat milk cuz it's creamy. I like it. I, I think the only the, my only my only um criticism of uh of pistachios is that a place that pretty ought to have lots and lots and lots of vegan dessert. I should just go open a vegan bakery and just shut up because I'm always whining about it. Just whining. I'm always whining about vegan treats, you know, and demanding when I go places. Vegan, I need vegan treats. You know, and then people people are like, are you I thought you was vegan? I'm not vegan. I eat vegan. Because it's it's uh it's it makes more sense with a severe dairy allergy, and then people get mad at me when I have to like check over what they give me. I gotta check over. I have to explain to people my dairy allergy is not your responsibility. It is my responsibility first. And if you cook for me and you say, "Oh, I made dairy free stuff," it's it's beyond just being dairy free. That's the part that I want people to understand. So when I ask what's in things, I'm not trying to insult you or think that you don't know. Nine times out of 10, you don't know. You don't know all the 50 ways that milk shows up, cream, butter, all that shows up in food just by reading the, you know, just on the label alone, they just miss, they call dairy different things. And so if you don't live in the world that I live in, you won't know to identify them. And you'll just look for, oh, I don't see the word milk or butter or cheese or whey or casein. You know, those are the ones that I know that I could tell you to look for. But you don't know how to look for the, the lactolates and the this and the that. You don't know to look for those things because this is not your world. And I, could t- and I people get so annoyed when I have to like ask, okay, what's in that? What? Because I because it's so debilitating and severe for me. And I, I t- I'm tired of just, I don't, I don't want to ever have another episode. That last episode before I went on my trip scared me so bad. I thought I wasn't going to make my trip for my birthday to Marrakesh. And I was like, and there was no, nothing I could do. There was no, I, I, I exhausted my cocktail, the, the medicine, the medicine cocktail that they made for me to like, and it doesn't cure it. It just eases the, the, the effects of it. It doesn't cure it or stop it. It just eases the effect. So uh, it, it worked in the nick of time. But man, oh man, it was a hard row. I was like, oh. I was like, I don't care. I'll be in Marrakesh. I'll just be down. Because I was coming toward the end of it. So I knew some point it was going to break. I just needed the fever to break. I couldn't get this fever to break to save my life. I mean, I was taking cool showers. I was taking the cocktail that they gave me. Nothing. This thing was gripping me. And then finally, 
like the day of it broke the day I was supposed to get on the plane I was like oh thank god like oh <laughs> and once the fever breaks I'm back in business so so people just get a new I mean I I I, I don't want people to take it personal. It's not per I'm not questioning your judgment. You just don't live in the world that I live in. And I know what is what. And I have to constantly question, you know, I have to be a detective, you know. I, I have to be a detective about it. Uh and if it's and if it's questionable, then I can't, I can't have it because it is too hard for me to recover from an episode. It is increasingly getting harder to recover and i think it's because i'm i'm getting older and the body just don't got the fight back like that so so i i'm i'm just you know i just err on the side of no cuz it's just it hurts it just hurts and i have to be diligent like the other night i was already phased and she handed me some chips and i'm about to go in on them and i get them in my mouth and then i said oh i haven't had these in so long and I turned it over and the ingredients is milk, milk. I was like, oh, I didn't swallow it. I just held it in my mouth. And then I had to go rinse my mouth and spit it out and the whole thing. And I could feel the effects of it. I felt the effects of it. And I was like, I was like, please, God, don't, don't. I didn't swallow it. It just was in my mouth. I'm hoping that this won't turn into a thing. And it did it because I'm, I'm on meds to fight it that I take every single day. So it fought it, but not without me feeling it. Like I was like, Ooh, I was like, Oh shoot. But nope. Then it, then it, it passed. It went over. It, it ran its course real quick. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Alrighty now. You know what I mean? So I just, so I, I want people to understand it's, it's, it's not personal. It's, it's, I'm not trying to say you you don't know how to take care of me or you don't know my you uh, uh, number one you don't uh, but I don't want people to get all bent out of shape so when I ask I'm not asking because I don't think you're incapable I'm asking because I have to be responsible for me I don't care what other people say or do I have to be responsible for me because this can kill me <laughs> And I'm not ready to die. And I'm not going to die over your damn banana bread <laughs> or your damn tacos with sour cream that you say is vegan. And I, you know, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't believe you. I have to check. This is my damn life. Don't be pissed off because I got checked so that I could live long and prosper. <laughs> Just saying. So I want people to know. So when you when you when you invite me to your space and you know and and I have friends, my good friends, my close friends, my dearest friends, they get it. They understand my family. They know. So they know the products to get. They know. They know. They check. They do all the stuff. But the people who are not in my inner circle, who not involved with me every single day and watch how I eat and blah blah blah, they they gonna feel some kind of way. And they always do. They always do. I was like, don't feel that way. I just have to check. Because the severity of this thing, 
you know, is very bad. It's very, very bad for me. A few years ago, it weakened my heart. So I had to get on all these drugs to strengthen my heart muscles and the muscles around the heart. It took a year and a half for that to get resolved. I, I can't do that. I'm 60. I, I don't got the... I've got the bandwidth. <laughs> I go down now. I'm going down. So just know that. So don't listen. It's not personal. I'm not saying you're a bad cook. I'm not saying you can't cook. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying I got checked. My loyalties is to my life. <laughs> I, I just got to check because y'all don't know what milk can be disguised. Milk, buttercream, whey, casein, caseinate. Uh, natural flavors, uh, all the uh, lactolites, lactose, lac, all those kinds of things. You don't know them. I know them. So anyway, that's that's my that's my twenty minute rant on why I gotta uh, why I gotta be mindful and don't take it personal. <laughs> Listen, make a salad without cheese and don't put any damn dressing on it. I'm good. <laughs> you know if you're not if you're not in that and people are like oh well i'm i'm gluten-free okay be gluten-free but that don't got nothing to do with dairy i don't got i don't got i don't got a dog in that fight i respect it i understand it <laughs> but i i often can't do the same things that you do just because it's gluten-free don't mean i could deal with it i is it dairy free? That's what I need. I need dairy free. It needed to be. And I can't have goat cheese either. And I know goat cheese is a little different than other cheese, feta cheese, all that stuff. I can't have it either because this kind of allergy is a dual allergy. I don't know. I didn't make it up. I didn't give it to myself. It's just what it is. I done went through this. I've been dealing with this for 30 years, since my 20s. So I don't want to be that sick again. I don't. It's too debilitating. So I'm just saying. So I'm just so that's the rundown. <laughs> that's and I know people are listening, so that you know they're thinking about, oh, I want to get her something, I want to do something for her, blah. And I appreciate it. I love when people do stuff for me. I I love it. I love when people want to cook for me. I love when people want to gift me things. I love it. I love gifts. People who know me know I love gifts of of any any and I don't have a preference i don't care the fact that you think enough of me to give me a gift it's just i just find that remarkable <laughs> i do so i love gifts i love 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 gifts love them love them you know love them so so i don't want people to think that i'm being ungrateful or i'm trying to hurt their feelings no it's my it's my safety first and i i have to ask the questions i just can't sit there and be like polite i can't sit and be polite about asking what's what's in a dish what's in what did you cook with because it's it's a uh, life life changing and life threatening for me so so that's that's it <laughs> I, I don't i don't want to be that's it's it's too hard it is really really hard to uh to get through this it's just it's painful it hurts it's exhausting i i don't want to i and i try to avoid it at all costs at all call at all i can't even play i don't know what happened if i if i'm you know standing on a deserted island and all they got is like milky ways and <laughs> you know not you know cheesecake and 
You know, I don't know what I would do if I was stranded on a, a, a deserted island with people, and every every and every snack that we find has milk in it, and I, I couldn't eat it to save my life because it wouldn't save it wouldn't save my life. It it would it would cripple me, and then I would be a burden to the group. You know, and I'm not trying to die so y'all can eat me. That's not happening. Uh 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 uh. So. See, this is why I think foraging is a good skill. Because you need somebody on your team in case you get stranded somewhere in the woods, you know, while we're running from zombies. We need somebody who can identify plants that we could eat on the run. <laughs> so we don't eat poison berries and then just die, right? Like you need, and I've been, there's a sister forager that I follow on the Instagram. Now I, I, as a rule, I'm not with foraging. Like, I'm not going to do it now. But if we get to a place where the apocalypse is happening and zombies are running the earth, I I, I want somebody on the team who could forage. That's it. I know. I do. I, I don't want to forage now. Like, I don't want to learn. I don't want to. I don't. I, I just, I don't want to do that. But. If it gets parable of the sourish, we'll need somebody who could do that stuff, you know, who could identify the the, the, the stuff that you could the weeds that you could eat in the woods. <laughs> you know, and medicinal purposes and all the stuff and you know, all the stuff that could heal. We you need you need somebody like that on your team. I'm just I'm just trying, I'm just saying. Like Harry, we build our apocalypse getaway team. You know, we need we need we need people who are good with their with with building stuff. We need I think we need a good carpenter, a good carpenter slash engineer who could like look at stuff and put it together. Like, hey, we could take this rock and use it for this and build this. And you know, we we need foragers, people who could go into the woods and figure out, you know, know what bushes we could eat and what bushes do this and what bushes cure colds. We need those kind of people. Uh, we need we need people. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a doctor, like, but not a not a general practitioner, but uh, internist. You know, somebody who's a, got a little bit more education um, uh, on the on the on the team. So we need one of those. We definitely need a handful of nurses, a handful of nurses. I mean, we can live with one doctor, but we need a handful of nurses. We need like five nurses on the team. I'm just saying that. See, I'm building my. We have to build a team where we can function as a society. Because when the apocalypse come, we're gonna be. It's gonna be tough. I know. I know. People are like, Bess, why are you talking about this? <laughs> One, because I. It's fun. Uh, and two, I. I just like having a plan. I just like thinking about that kind of stuff, especially when I watch these movies. And you know, and then and then when I see when I look at uh, ways in which we have to escape. Highways are not going to be fr not going to be our friends. Highways are going to be uh, uh, places where harm will come to people because it'll be backed up and nobody will be able to go anywhere. So we're going to have to only be able to off road. You know, you you need enough gas. You need enough oil. You got to make sure your your vehicles are in good shape. I mean, all that kind of stuff. You know. You think about that. Every time you watch these dystopian shows, man, what happens? They got to find a car. 
that'll take them bus so far because they run out of gas or overheats, all that kind of stuff, or the tires blow. So you got to be able to like, you know, I think maybe you need a couple of bikes. <laughs> Although I guess you could get away from zombies on the bikes. Like you got to ride them. <laughs> On the movies that we watch, the ones that Harry and I like, we can outride the zombies. The ones from World War Z, you're not going to be able to outride them because they're very fast. I don't like those zombies. I don't like the zombies that, like, you know, go at warp speed and can get on you. I, I don't, that, those are not zombies to me. I, I like those slow moving zombies, you know. And I, I wouldn't mind a zombie that could go a little bit faster, uh, but because you could outpedal them, you know. And, 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 uh, you know, and I like the zombies that can't be out in the day. So the ones that can only be out at night because the daylight harms them. So so you can get a lot done in the daytime. You can cover a lot of ground in the daytime. But you better make sure when the sun goes down, you better get somewhere where you can shelter in. You know, I need somebody who can read a map. You know, not GPS, because I don't know what the end of the world would be like if we if cell phone towers go down, internet go down. I don't know. So you might need somebody with a ham radio. Remember those ham radios? All the truckers, I bet you still have ham radios. And crank radios. You need a good crank radio, you know, that works on you, you know, as much as you crank it, that's how long it long, long, that's how long it runs, that kind of stuff. See, I'm just, see, see, don't ask me why I know this stuff. Don't ask me why I'm thinking about this stuff. I'm just saying this, this, this is the kind of stuff I like to play around with in my mind. You know, get good boots, get good shoes, good clothes. Harry will be in charge of all the paper products. <laughs> Harry, I don't know how much toilet paper we can carry in backpacks. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if that's feasible. I saw a show the other day, Harry, on, on one of these shows, or maybe I was reading uh, on Instagram or one of the, that, that there are particular plants that are good for bat, for using in the woods. You can't use every kind of leaf in the woods because God knows you could run into problems. But there are some specific plants that you can use. So when you use the woods, you could clean up. I had no idea. I, I had no idea because I would have been out there. I'd be like, okay, what, what, what looks good? What's big enough? Like what's sturdy enough? <laughs> I, I wouldn't do good. I wouldn't do well in dystopian stuff. I just, I just would not do well. I wouldn't do well. I could do it, but I wouldn't do well. It would, it would annoy me. I would be annoyed. I'd be like annoyed, you know? I would be annoyed because it would just be too much to to deal with. I'd be like, you know what? I'd have to wait out. Like, where are we running to? Do I? T and I don't want to be a zombie, so I'd have to figure out another. I'd have to figure out something. Like, what do I do? That's that's how I would be thinking about this. I'd be like, you know, I'd be sitting at the campfire. I'd be like, all right, where are we trying to get to? What's is survival by any means? That's okay. We're going with that. But where are we, where are we trying to get to? <laughs> now, if somebody said we're trying to get to Antarctica, all right. I, it, I, it, even if it's unreasonable, I need that to hold on to, to move forward. But if we don't know, I have to sit there and think about, yeah, <laughs> is this where I get off? Like, do I get off here? And then I could just, 
you know, handle this and then they could bury me peacefully. And that'd be like, okay. Right. Like, cause I don't want to be left out where animals and stuff could get at me. I have to be buried underneath. And if I do it while community is still present, I could be buried. Just saying. I think about that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, when we run into towns that have been run over, can I find a liquor store I could get a good glass of wine before we travel for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how, can I do that? Like, what happens to all that wine? <laughs> all that good tequila left. So zombies are not doing any of that. They just want to get humans. So I don't know. I know of all the things to think about, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Oh, and clean water. You need clean water. You need clean water. And I'm not with, you know what? These people that drink water, the animals drink out of, do you know, they go to rivers and they, you ever see that stuff like cowboy movies and stuff? They drinking the water and the horses are in the water drinking the water. Gross. That grosses me out. I was like, oh, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, fresh spring water. So clean and cold. I know, but your horse is standing in it. <laughs> Cattle crossing it. <laughs> You're standing in it naked trying to wash and you still want to drink this water? Like what the hell? I'm just saying. See, it's that kind of stuff. Too much, too much brain power. Too much. I know. I know everybody else is like, oh my God, she is out of her mind. But and then they, as soon as you say that though, you go, huh? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. If we got animals, they gotta drink the same water. Huh. They're walking through the same water. Bears, all of it. I don't get it. It, it uh, grosses me out. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just so just. I'm telling you, you gotta have a plan. End of the world plan. Got you got to think about it. And all you people who think you're gonna get, you know, zoomed up in the in the rapture. All right, this is not a conversation for you. You just sit over there in the corner and wait for the rapture. Go ahead. I'm I'm a I'm I'm with you. I'm with whatever you want. That's what I want for you. So. Anyway, it's time for me to get up out of here. Today is Thursday. We had a great word on the street. I hope everybody in that accident is well and uh, and unharmed. Uh, no word on the street on Fridays. And I don't think I have a guest tomorrow. So, uh, but I, what I'll do tomorrow is run down all the stuff that's happening over the weekend so that y'all can make good choices. <laughs> so you can make good entertainment choices. I want you to make, I'm I'm committed to your good entertainment choices. So uh, thank you, Nora. I'll be back tomorrow. See you, Harry. Get some rest. Thank you, Paul. Y'all be good. Smile, I won't be putting up with this bull in a little while.